call you Lady Luck But there is room for doubt At times you have a very unladylike way of running out You're on this date with me The pickings have been lush And yet before this evening is over You might give me the brush You might forget your manners You might refuse to stay And so the best that I can do is pray Be a lady tonight Luck be a lady tonight Luck if you've ever been a lady to begin with Luck be a lady tonight Let a gentleman see How nice a dame you can be I know the way you've treated other guys you've been with Luck be a lady with me A lady doesn't leave her escort It isn't fair It isn't nice A lady doesn't wander all over the room And blow on some other guy's dice Let's keep this party polite Never get out of my sight Stick with me, baby I'm the fella you came in with Luck be a lady tonight Gentlemen, see Just how nice How nice a, a dame you can be I know the way you've treated Other guys you've been with Hey, luck Be a lady with me A lady doesn't leave her escort It isn't fair And it's not nice 
A lady doesn't wander all over the room And blow on some other guy's dice So let's keep the party polite Never get out of my sight With me, baby, I'm the guy that you came in with Luck be a lady Luck be a lady Luck be a lady tonight, and let's see if luck will be a lady tonight for the Montreal Canadiens. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of The Stew Effect. I'm Stuart Myers. We are Wednesday, January 13th, 2021, the kickoff of the NHL season for the Montreal Canadiens. We'll have a preview of that in a little bit. We have a great show for you today. We need to know in news in sports, and of course, what is on my mind for Wednesday, January 13th, 2021. So without further ado, here is what you need to know. Quebec reached a troubling milestone Wednesday in its battle against the COVID-19 pandemic when the province announced over 1,500 people are now being treated for the disease in hospital. The province reported an increase of 19 people hospitalized since Tuesday, bringing the total number of hospitalizations to 1,516. Of those, 229 people are in the intensive care ward, an increase of eight. In the past 24 hours, the province's health care authorities reported that 2,071 more people have tested positive for COVID-19, bringing the total number of positive cases in the province to 234,600. 95 since the start of the pandemic. The seven-day average for increases in cases is now 2,385, and the Quebec Institute of Public Health is reporting that there are 23,695 active COVID-19 cases. Of the total cases, 202,166 people have now recovered uh, an increase of 2,246. Quebec also reported 35 new deaths, including seven in the past 24 hours, 23 between January 6th and January 11th, four before January 6th, and one at an unknown date. The province also found an investigation, uh, found after investigation that two deaths previously attributed to COVID-19 needed to be removed from the total deaths due to disease in the province. Uh, the total is now 8,815. On Tuesday, 7,855 doses of vaccine were administered, which is 797 more than the 7,058 uh, doses administered Monday. The total number of the vaccinations in the province uh, administered is now 107,365. And Quebec says it has received 156,325 doses. Healthcare uh, professionals analyzed 32,000 350 samples June 
uh, January 11th. And Montreal surpassed 4,000 uh, 4, deaths due to COVID-19 Wednesday when the island reported nine more, bringing the total to 4,001. The island also reported 727 new cases of the novel coronavirus, bringing their total to 83,210 to lead all regions, followed by Montérégie, which is um, 350 new cases, bringing the total to 33,262. Laval, 165 new cases, bringing their total to 19,704. Quebec City, uh, with 147 new cases. <clears throat> Lanoger, 137 new cases. Chaudière, Appalaches, 130 new cases. Laurentians, 123 new cases, and the Eastern Townships, 118 new cases. Eight deaths were reported in Montérégie, um, five in Quebec City, and two each in the Saguenay-Lac-Saint-Jean, the Eastern Townships, and Lanoziaire. One death was reported in Mauricy, the Centre du Québec, Outaouais, Chaudière-Appalaches, and Laval, and the Laurentians. Meantime, seven residents at the Maimonides Geriatric Center in Cote St. Luke were among the first in the province to receive the COVID-19 vaccine have now tested positive for the virus. A letter sent to family members said the residents were infected within the first 28 days after the first dose. The residents were from the 5th, 4th, 5th and 7th floor. The center did not release details on the conditions of the residents who have contracted the virus. To date, 80% of the nursing staff and 84% of the residents and minorities received their first dose of the vaccination. Residents were scheduled to receive their second dose last week, but the Quebec government decided to delay the second uh, jab in an effort to vaccinate as many people as possible. The province started administering the Pfizer BioTech vaccine uh, in December, on December 14th. According to Pfizer Canada, Protecting against COVID-19 begins as early as 12 days after receiving the first dose. However, it is estimated to be just 52.4% effective before the second dose. And when, when the Quebec government announced it was imposing an 8 to 5, 8 p.m. to 5 p.m. curfew to limit the spread of COVID-19, it's uh, Ida Soblonsky posted a tongue-in-cheek message to her local community Facebook group offering to let people borrow her dog for late night walks. The Montreal woman saw the message as an excuse to post a cute picture of her husky, Waylon, and poked a little fun at the curfew, which includes an exception uh, for people walking dogs within a kilometer of their homes. But Stablinsky, uh, Stablinsky's surprise, she received serious responses. People sent me a, a kind of long messages about themselves saying they would love to take the dog out said in a phone interview, while she found the message very sweet, Stonsky was quickly to clarify that she's been joking. Even if we want it, it doesn't make any sense. How would they go home after they drop him, she said. Some of the rescue organizations report COVID-19 led to a surge in demand for pets as people moved to work from home and found that they had more time and energy for a new companion. Of course, but the curfew took... Uh, that took effect Saturday night in Quebec, and its exception for dog walkers has added new twists. Several ads for dog rentals, presumably jokes and hoaxes, even spurring on sites such as Kijiji and have been widely sh uh, shared on social media, as uh, as have posts like uh, Skoblinski's. And in Sherbrooke, as we told you uh, yesterday, a woman was walking her husband on a leash, was fined for violating curfew rules despite protesting 
they deserve uh, they deserve to fall under the new dog walking exemption, according to the media outlet. And on Tuesday afternoon, a dog park in Montreal's Point Saint Charles neighborhood, several dog owners said that they were relieved the rules contained an exception for their pets. And four days into Quebec's first curfew, um, some snags in the system are appearing. Employees who finish a late shift at Marché Good Food online meal kit factory in Saint Laurent, just northwest of Montreal, got tickets for breaking uh, curfew on Monday, even though they had the required authorization letter from their employer. A source who didn't wish to be identified said the workers had just gotten off the evening shift and were wearing, uh, waiting at the bus stop just after 8 p.m. when police ticketed them for being out after curfew. Marché Good Food confirmed that the company was made aware of the incident and that three of its employees were issued tickets even though they presented their essential work letter to the officer. We reached out to the employees and gathered uh, further information to better understand what happened and what next steps will be, will be said uh, Roslyn Akumer of the Marché Good Food. Lawyer Avi Levy with the Montreal company Ticket 911 usually specializes in contesting traffic tickets said several people have been calling recently about curfew rules including a few who have gotten tickets. If you have a valid reason for being out past curfew, then you should not be ticketed, said Levy. In the good food focus case, the gentleman seems to have a valid reason, seems to have a letter on top of it all, which is a little surprising. Levy said the case, uh, the case of the company is handling so far include people who got delayed and inadvertently violated curfew, but not in bad faith, including a man who got stuck in traffic on his way back home from Ontario after caring for a parent. Montreal police say they can't comment on specific cases, but that officers always use discretion and make necessary checks before handing out tickets or offense reports. They added people have to justify being out after the curfew. Now, a Montreal woman says officers insisted on searching her lunch bag during curf- uh, curfew stop. Sarah Vrissek was heading to work around 4 a.m. Tuesday when she was stopped near her home by Montreal police and asked to prove she had the right to be on the road during curfew. I got my letter out of my glove uh, compartment, and he asked me for ID. I gave him that. Then he asked me what was in my bag. Versick demanded to know why that, that mattered and why she wasn't free to go after showing a letter from her employer stating she works for a snow removal contractor and needs to be on the job during curfew. The officer questioned the validity of the letter, saying it's just a piece of paper, and threatened to give her a ticket anyway. Versick said the officer accused her of delaying uh, detainment by not cooperating and showing the bag's contents. Eric finally gave in to the officer's demands, allowing him to inspect her lunch bag. The officer returned to his cruiser to check her credentials while his partner took over questioning. Finally, Versek was let go without a ticket. A police intervention should end as soon as a citizen shows proof that they're allowed to be out during curfew, says Jeffrey Burrow, a criminal defense attorney in Montreal. It's none of his business what's in the bag, said Burrow. He has no reasonable or portable grounds to search. He hasn't got the power to do that, and the woman has certain... Uh, has certain constitutional rights to be uh, free of an abusive search. Police in Quebec can stop and question anybody who's seen out around the hours of 8 uh, p.m. and 5. Burrow says Versic's experience is a typical example of an officer abusing their authority by threatening further consequences for not complying with the search request. That their behavior is unacceptable. The police are there to serve us. We're not there to serve them. Montreal Police Spokesperson Constable Annabelle Prato said officers are expected to proceed with good judgment. Before imposing a sanction on an offender, they will carry out necessary research and analysis, analyze each situation according to its context and particular, she said in an email. 
Kratos said it's up to citizens to prove they're allowed to be out after curfew. They must also answer the police officer's questions satisfactorily and have the documents required to confirm the situation, she said. When Quebec Public Security Minister Geneviève Guilbeault outlined the curfew rules last week, she said enforcement will rely on the judgment and discriminant of police officers who are used to making difficult calls in the application of laws and rules. In the statement, Tuesday, a spokesperson in the ministry said people are expected to prove that they're allowed to be out after curfew, but an officer may reject the explanation and issue a ticket regardless. But handling this amount of discretionary power to police is worrisome to some legal experts and civil rights activists. Basically, what we're doing, basically what we're doing, what you're doing is giving police a discretion as of a certain time of day to stop and question people said Kara Zwebel, a lawyer for the Canadian Civil Liberties Association. If police don't accept your documentation or explanation for being out after curfew, Zwebel said it's best to just accept the ticket and challenge it in court. A woman walks her dog after 8 p.m. in Montreal. Uh, Zwebel said the CCLA is collecting data uh, on the enforcement side of the public health restrictions. Canadians are invited to fill out a form on the association's website and tell their story so the CCLA can get a feel for what is happening out there. She would like to see the police educating people at first rather than just dishing out tickets. COVID-19 might spread at illegal, ga- uh, spread at illegal gatherings, she said, but doesn't, it doesn't want people are traveling alone by car or with members of their household. When you find people for doing things that pose no danger to public health, people really start to question why the rules are in place and whether they make any sense. It erodes trust and confidence in the government. And <clears throat> Montreal will delay commercial re- and residential taxes for, m- for months as the province curfew measures force businesses to shutter at 7.30 p.m. March 1st payments have been pushed to June, and June payments have been pushed to September. The measure will also allow us to support our small businesses who are struggling to get through the crisis and back on their feet. Earlier on Wednesday, before Plant's announcement, Ensemble Montréal sent out a release announcing they plan to pressure the city to delay tax season. Under the Quebec's curfew rules, dépanneurs and grocery stores have to close at 7.30. Restaurants have to shut access to the public, but can continue delivering food and alcohol into the night. All non-essential businesses like cinemas, salons, and spas are closed. Stores are not allowed to sell non-essential products like books and toys. And in other news, a pregnant woman and two Montreal, uh, two of Montreal's Metro police officers uh, were involved in an accident on Tuesday evening in Montreal's Saint Laurent borough. The three people involved were rushed to hospital after they collided at the intersection of L'Angelier Boulevard and Jean Talon. The collision occurred shortly before 6.30 p.m. The pregnant woman, 33, was driving west on Jean Talon. The two STM police officers were traveling north on L'Angelier, responding to an operational emergency, according to the STM. Further details on the nature of the emergency were not provided by the STM, while police investigate the cause of the accident. All three people were brought to hospital but no serious injuries were reported. Police are investigating a suspicious uh, reported. Police are investigating a suspicious fire that took place in a residential parking lot in Cote St. Luke on Tuesday. Firefighters say they received a call at 6.34 p.m. after a car parked in a home driveway caught fire 
on Midway Avenue near Windfall. When two fire trucks arrived on the scene approximately four minutes later, two vehicles were on fire after the blaze from from the principal's car spread to another. The first car sustained major damage uh, from the fire. The other vehicle was also damaged, but not nearly to the same extent. Both sustained water damage as eight firefighters worked out to put the flames. We don't know what the cause of the fire is, said Montreal spokesperson Véronique Contois, who said police suspect it may have been a criminal act. And looking to buy a condo? Well, there's one less on the Montreal market, but it's pretty unlikely you could have made a competing offer. On Wednesday, Sotheby's International Realty Canada announced the sale of the most expensive condo sale in Quebec history. What exactly does $12.9 million get you? First, there's location, location, location as the unit that has, uh, that has the views that come with being located in, uh, in a penthouse at the corner of De La Montagne in Sherbrooke. Then there's a 6,979 square feet of the condo, which the developer nicknamed Rockstar, including, including that is uh, 1,678 square feet of outdoor terrace, as well as access to the Ritz-Carlton residence, spa, fitness center, valet, concierge, doorman, and other amenities. If that's not enough, the first floor, yes, there are multiple floors, both 25-foot high ceilings, a formal dining room, and a chef's kitchen. And finally, a Quebec man escaped an impaired driving charge because, of his, because he has no teeth. The 62-year-old was stopped at a roadblock in the Saguenay region in 20, 2019. He told the Quotidien newspaper he had just left uh, a Jean-Claire bar after having three beers. Police said there was a strong smell of alcohol coming from the man's vehicle, so they had him take a breathalyzer test. There was one problem. The man had just had his, all his teeth pulled as part of a medical procedure. He tried and tried but couldn't produce a reading. After this third attempt, the man offered to get a, go to a hospital and give a blood sample, but his proposal was rejected by police. He was arrested for refusing to provide a breath sample, which is automatically results in a charge of impaired driving. This week, the judge ruled that the man's health problems uh, ruled the, uh, the man's health problems and offered to submit blood samples were enough to cast reasonable doubt on the prosecutor's claim that his lack of teeth should not have prevented him from blowing an inaccurate reading into the breathalyzer. The man was acquitted of the charge and will be back on the other side with what you need to know in sports. And before we get to what you need to know in sports, one more story uh, to share in relation to COVID-19, Quebec's stricter lockdown has resulted in many turning to food delivery apps, but one restaurant is fighting back against what it calls punishing fees. Deli Boys, located in the Cavendish Mall, has struggled over the past few months. Usually owner Emmanuel Darman relies on lunch shoppers, but with the mall closed, he has to pivot the takeout and delivery. We had a lot of people, we had a lot of young people, he said it was a mixture of everything. Today, we have a lot of nothing. But while Montreal have, have picked up their... Uh, Montreal has picked up their phones and used apps like DoorDash and Uber Eats for their delivery needs. Those apps charge up to 30% commission on each delivery. From 7.30 to 9, my phone didn't ring once for an order, but Uber, I had four orders, said Darmond. I had one phone call from one customer who had a $30, $30 off, and he wanted to know if I could match the offer. Darmond is demanding the, the apps change their policy and back pay, uh, pay back the difference to to that end, he's seeking to launch a clutch action lawsuit. Lawyer Joey Securin said he believed the app commission should be capped at 15%, and if they should be capped, then they should be declared abusive until, until now. A representative 
uh, a reimbursement should be made to all restaurants in the province between 30 and 15 percent. Ontario has capped its delivery fees to 20 percent, while British Columbia capped them at 15 percent. In Montreal, both Mayor Valerie Plante and opposition leader Lionel Perez is calling on the provincial government to do the same. A spokesperson for the Quebec Ministry of Agriculture and Fisheries said. The ministry wholeheartedly agrees with the restaurateurs. The ministry has asked Uber Eats, DoorDash, and Skip the Dishes, which together account for 80% of app deliveries in Quebec, to voluntarily cap their commissions with a request ceiling of 20% of the invoice, including 50% for delivery. Martin Vezina of the Quebec Restaurant Association said a cap would be good First, a good first step. What's really needed is a plan to support restaurants. As I said, at most restaurants, takeout and delivery only account for 30% of the sales. We need a relaunch plan. We need to know what will be reopening and when our dining rooms will be reopened and a financial uh, aid package with the reopening. He said it could take up to a year before the courts hear Darman's request. In the meantime, Uber Eats have said it has implemented measures to help restaurants, such as waiving a Activation fees and discounts for restaurants that use their own delivery staff. And we will get back to you in what you need to know in sports, the Montreal Canadiens season uh, opener in a moment. And that could only mean one thing. The Montreal Canadiens kick off their season tonight. And uh, and that voice is very, very missed, by the way. If you heard uh, Michel Lacroix saying, Accueillons, faux, Canadiens. We'll hear that voice on January 28th when the Canadiens finally play its first game 
at home in way over a year um, on January 28th against the Calgary Flames. But meantime, uh, about an hour before Quebecers are required uh, to be indoors for the curfew, the uh, the puck will drop at Scotiabank Arena in Toronto and the Montreal Canadiens will get to show fans what the team's got in the 2021 shortened 56-game COVID season for the first time. Can the NHL stop pretending it's the 2020-2021 season, please? Tonight's game against the Leafs is the first in the new All-Canadian division. Here's a few things to watch for from the blue line. It's been a while since the Canadians were considered a big, tough team ready to throw some bodies around. But lo and behold, here we are. The Habs are a lot tougher than the Leafs, led by Jeff the Dish Petrie, leading the team with 177 hits last season in 71 games. The Habs are no longer the team to get pushed around by the bigger boys in the league. Josh Anderson, 68 hits. In just 25 games, and Joel Edmondson, 118 hits in 68 games. Joined Ben Sherratt, 152 hits in 69 games, and Joel Armia, 146 hits in 58 games, and Shea Weber, 12 hits in 65 games as players who can run a body into the boards with the best of them. Toronto, by comparison, has just two players, Wayne Simmons and Jake Muzzin, with over 100 hits last season. In the spot usually dedicated to Carey Price, Brendan Gallagher and Weber, Habs fans can actually put pressure on other players for once. As lo- at long last, the Habs have one of the most talented and dynamic collection of face-off men in the league. Nick Suzuki and Jasperi Kotoniemi showed in the playoffs their, their up-and-coming talents, ready to shine, slash, and skate with the best of them. And newly acquired Tyler Toffoli and Victoriaville native son Philip Dano mean the center of the ice will be inhabited by quality talent at all times. A side note, how good does that Suzuki Thomas Tatar acquisition for whatever the guy's name is looking now? If there's a reason to take the plus 400 bet that the Habs would be top the North Division over the favored Leafs, look no further than the depth of squad uh, of squad Montreal has found itself with. The Canadians' depth uh, is no better illustrated than on its working man's fourth line, Arturi Lekkonen, Paul Byron, and Jake Evans. This line is tailor-made to turn defense to offense and can match with, up with any grinder league in the All-Canadian division. Also, it's time to see what Alexander Romanov is all about. He was picked in the second round of the 2018 draft and is getting the nod from coach Claude Julien to join the ranks. The most helpful fans... The most help, hopeful fans are whispering Norris trophies while the realists of the world think he can put up some offensive numbers. History-making breakers. Speaking of centers, if $15.9 million man Austin Matthews scores tonight, he will be the first player in NHL history to score in five straight season openers. I'll just leave that one there. Fun fact, old Joe Thornton will drape his magnificent gray beard over a Leafs jersey for the first time tonight. At 41 years old, he's wheeling up with Matthews and Mitch Marner, who are two years old, who were two years old when Thornton debuted with the Boston Bruins in 1999. With 27 players uh, testing positive for the novel coronavirus at training camps, out of the approximately 12,000 tests administered 
to more than 1,200 players since the end of December. Expect headlines involving positive tests throughout the season. Dallas, which included 17 positive tests, gets to, so- sits, uh, to, to seat socially distanced mass fans, as do Florida and Arizona. The Stars game Thursday and Friday in Florida against the Panthers have been postponed. And here is the lines that are projected for tonight. Uh, on the first line, Thomas Tatar, Philippe Dano, and Brennan Gallagher. The second line, Jonathan Drouin, Nick Suzuki, and Josh Anderson. On the third line, Tyre Toffoli, Jasperi Kotanyemi, and Joel Armia. And uh, the fourth line, Arturi Lekanen, Jake Evans, and Paul Byron. The defensive pairing, Ben Sherratt with Shea Weber, Joel Edmondson with Jeff Petrie, and Brett Kulak with Alexander Romanov. The first power play unit, uh, uh, will be Tyler Toffoli, Nick Suzuki, and Jonathan Drouin uh, with Shea Weber and Jeff Petrie on the blue line. And the second unit, Josh Anderson, Jasperi Kotanyemi, and Brendan Gallagher with Thomas, uh, Thomas Tatar and uh, Alex Romanov. And, of course, Carey Price and Jake Allen will be the goalies. Can't wait for tonight's season opener season opener of the Montreal Canadiens. That goes down at 7 p.m. tonight. You can catch that on Sportsnet and TVA Sports. The Hab season is here. And accueillons no Canadiens. That's it for what you need to know in sports. But we'll be back with what's on my mind in just a moment. This is the Stu Effect on Spotify and Anchor FM. We are back with what's on my mind for Wednesday, January 13th of 2021. The COVID situation continues to be uh, to get bad and and then good and bad and good. It's a it's a, a back and forth. Um, I do agree with the restauranter who was trying to go after Uber and all the delivery apps because they say that their fees are exorbitant, and I agree with that. Uh, also, what I want to say about the United States, the arguments for impeachment of the President Donald Trump get underway, and uh, like I said, and I've always said, he only has a week to go. Just let the guy uh, leave office. And, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. From a week before the inauguration of Joe Biden, you're only adding fuel to the fire and, uh, and, and like uh, full fuel to the fire and uh, potential of protests. And um, the other thing is that, of course, Twitter uh of course, uh, Twitter banned Donald Trump and more people. Somebody uh, that I know, my brother-in-law, the Becca Monsters uh, man, a fiance, uh, got banned, suspended from Twitter for posting that the election was rigged. They suspended his account and said if he opens up any other accounts, they will suspend that as well for abusing their policy, which is absolutely ridiculous. Parlay was shut down. Uh, Parlay was booted from Amazon, Apple, and uh, Google. Amazon replied back to Parlay, Parler's uh, lawsuit, saying that since November, it saw uh, posts encouraging violence. Again, free speech is out the window. And also, uh, we should start vaccinating the public uh, the second time, those who got the first dose should be getting the second dose. There shouldn't be any delay. And um, it's, uh, you know, the, the cases are um, drying up, you know, panic for nothing. 
as you saw, eight people uh, who got the vaccine were diagnosed uh, with COVID um, within the 28 days when they received the vaccination. Uh, we'll have to see where that uh, where that leads. And um, but uh, Legault is optimistic that um, with the curfew uh, that people under the age of 65 will be discouraged from going out or going to see family. Of course, when asked last, when he announced the curfew um, last week, he had mentioned, which actually last Wednesday, why is he allowing the Montreal Canadiens to play home games? He said the fans need to be able to watch hockey and that they're only starting their first home game on January the 28th. And high schools will still uh, will reopen next Monday, even though people are encouraging the premier not to. Um, and uh, the streets are deserted. And, you know, the, the stories we're hearing about people getting ticketed, even though they have the letter uh, stating that they uh, they can be out, they have the exception, and people and police searching vehicles. You know, it's, it, it, is, it, it's, it shows that giving the police that power, they can search for anything. You know, if, if um, you know, they... They can that when you give discretion to the police officers, they can do everything they want. Uh, but as Lama, as uh, defense attorneys say, they are not allowed to search. Once you provide proof, if they're stopping you for uh, breaking the curfew, once you provide proof that that you have reason to be out, they need to they need to let you go on your merry way. Um, you know they shouldn't. You know whatever was in a lunch bag, like we had heard in the news, is none of their business. It gives them uh, the, the the right to stop people. And you will see a lot of racial discrimination because of it, because now it gives an excuse for people to, for cop, for the police to stop vehicles um, that stop people. Um, and you will see there will be uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, black people who will and, and people of color who will be stopped um, because police have the have uh, their discretion as to who gets uh, you know that they can stop them for being out after curfew. You know they could. Uh, you will see they'll stop. They'll say that they're stopping people for being out after curfew, but as just a, a ploy. You know so. There should be rules laid down by the Quebec government. If you're stopping somebody for uh, being out after curfew, um, if they show you proof, let them go. They, they had said they're allowed to ask questions of the validity of the, the letter, and they also are allowed to give tickets anyway. And if you're not, you don't agree to contest them, but that's just wrong. If you have the letter and you have the phone number where a contact can be reached, you could take the letter back to the car for a minute, phone that number to confirm. But if the person has a letter, you know, uh, let them go. I do understand that you can print a letter on the website and put anybody's phone number. It doesn't make it valid, uh, but um you would, the, you know, at least it's proof that you're allowed to be out if you're going to work. Um, and, you know, but we're going to see, we're going to see a lot of abuses of power and see what happens uh, then. 
but uh, if the person and the person has to provide proof when stopped, that's the definition. The person, if they're stopped by police while uh, out after curfew, they have to. It's up to them to provide proof and answer all questions uh, to prove that they are um, that they are allowed to be out during curfew. Um, Let's see, what else? Of course, the Montreal Canadiens are going to play their first game tonight at 7 p.m. in Toronto at the Air Canada Centre um, to start off the 2021 NHL season, the 56-game season. They're only going to play Canadian teams. We'll see where that comes. We'll see a lot of positive cases, I would think. But uh, And already Dallas uh, has had to postpone games because um, of COVID-19 cases. Montreal will uh, play its first game at the Bell Centre in Montreal uh, home game uh, in well over a year, almost, uh, on the 28th of January when they host the Calgary Flames. That should be very, very interesting home opener for the Montreal Canadiens with some new team members, and we'll see what No Glorieux uh, will do. And Hopefully, they it looks like they have a good team this year and they can be Stanley Cup contenders, and we will see by... The summer, uh, once the season is over, if uh, the COVID situation gets better, then there could be a parade for whoever wins the Stanley Cup. But we'll see when we get to that point. First, we're going to have to see if the measures will be lifted and the curfew will be lifted as of February 8th, because I get the feeling if the cases are still high, um, Premier Legal will continue the uh, curfew and, and measures. Uh, of course, all the central businesses. Uh, that are not essential, I should say, non-essential businesses are closed. And of course, still, when you walk into pharmacies and uh, big box stores, all the things that are non-essential, they're wrapped like jewelry, they're bubble wrapped, there's tape on the aisles around uh, birthday cards and Christmas cards because they're considered non-essential. Um, so it's 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 unbelievable what uh, uh, what's far, what people uh, what pharmacies and stores uh, have to do because um, they want to give a break to people to stores who will have to be closed because in the first wave uh, the small stores complained that big box stores were allowed to open and uh, they were selling like other stuff that are not was not essential but we'll see what happens after February eighth. And uh, and that is what is on my mind for um, Wednesday, January the 13th of 2021. Of course, the song that opened the show was Luck Be a Lady by Old Blue Eyes himself, Frank Sinatra. Uh, we're going to leave you today with a song by Stevie Wonder, I Wish. It's a song called I Wish. And uh, I Wish... You all be safe, be happy, and of course, go Habs go. This has been Stuart Myers, the Stu Effect, saying ciao for now. Mm-hmm.